Hey, Mike, I have a meta question before we start this episode. Go for it. How much should we recap with people? How much should we talk about what happened versus exploring the ramifications of that? Like, the Fantastic Force Baxter building yesterday was ripped off its foundation, shot off into space. Uh, uh, <laughs> we, we know that Doctor Doom did it. Um, like, Namor was involved. The team came back down. Everyone's safe. No one was apparently injured except for Doom himself. Uh, the press conferences happened. I'm sure... Everyone in New York, at least, has, has watched that. It was, it was, it was incredible. Do, do we need to explain everything that happened, or can we just dive right into, like, what does this mean? You know what, Ed? I think that I suspect that our, our listeners are probably attuned to all this stuff, but I think the way that you summarized it probably helped out quite a bit because there's so much happening right now. <laughs> so it may be easy to miss kind of the finer details of that. I mean, the fact that you know, I, I, maybe people have been paying attention to the, geo, to the geopolitics of the situation of of, doc, of uh, Doctor Doom uh, jettisoning out jettisoning out space. So probably helpful. Probably helpful, I guess. Yes. Yeah, so, so so let's talk about those ramifications. So like the first of all is like the Baxter Building is a residential building in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. the, the Fantastic Four base themselves on the top of the building, but the rest of the building is a residential building where people live. That's and, right. And, and and so and yesterday it seems that Doctor Doom somehow uh, used his powers to detach the building from its foundations and they carried the building off into outer space. That's, that's, that's what, and, and people saw that it happened. Um, I think it happened at night, but it was still, people saw it being ripped out of the ground, but it didn't look like it was destructive, which is kind of weird. So I don't know if there's some kind of mechanism to like se- sever the building from the foundations and lifting it up. And then it was returned yeah, and and, and, and so, so 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 and yeah, so is it stable now? Like when it's returned, is um is the foundation reattached in such a way that we're not worried about this thirty-seven story building falling anytime soon? I mean, at some point, you got to ask how much can New York put up with, right? So they've had you know not too long ago an attack on Lower Manhattan, and now they have like buildings that have just plopped down. I think that the city workers and the bureaucracy are probably preoccupied with dealing with the natural disaster that happened in Lower Manhattan. Now they have to actually deal with the idea of inspecting this building to make sure it doesn't fall over yeah. or fall into the building next to it. Yeah. And, 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 and it's not just about the construction. It's the people, too. Like, So this building is full of people. Those people yeah. all got sent off into space. Like Up until now, there's only been four Americans in space, the Fantastic Four that we know about. Now we have a whole building full of people that got dragged into space. Yes, yeah, it's, it's not like they were sitting in jump seats uh, secured and not having like loose items flying around them. I mean, that's what happened. It's it's like a toddler with a bag full of toys just being tossed around in, in, into into space. Although, I, and that's what I assume, unless there's some other way that I guess Doctor Doom's technology would somehow preserve the people and their items so that they weren't shifting everywhere. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and so I haven't heard of any serious injuries coming out of this, any 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 deaths at all. Um, but I also haven't heard of anyone developing superpowers now that got dragged into space. Isn't that, isn't <laughs> so that much what, for our theory? Isn't that what happens? You go into space and you get superpowers. So much for our theory. We so yeah. There's if there's thirty, I think there's about thirty three floors below where the Fantastic Four have their their their, their residences. So thirty three floors of apartments and units. Um, how many people is that? There's going to be potentially how many units? I don't know. 10 units a floor? Yeah, call it a dozen people per floor, 10 or 15 people per floor. So you're you're looking at like 300 people getting dragged into space. Right. And we got no superpowers out of that? Shouldn't there be at least 75 deformed people out of that? (laughs) 
they're super strong or yeah. i guess we don't look we don't know um how the how the cosmic rays work maybe maybe ed maybe the fantastic four and reed richards figured out that um cosmic rays present a problem so that they insulate the building against it that well that's true we, 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 we know from the original press conference last year that the reason why they think they were inundated with those rays was a lack of shielding they put on their spaceship. That's Did right. The Fantastic Four put shielding across their building just in case it was ripped into space. <laughs> it seems it seems it seems to be uh, an incredible amount of resources and money, and you think that we would have known about it. Like, like I mean, we had to pause for one second and think about the poor uh, New York, um, you know, city city inspectors that now have to like deal with all this kind of stuff. So uh, applications to um, shield the building its cosmic rays in space outside of our atmosphere seems like a bit much how about the idea that uh that the the, uh, the inspector has to make sure that the building is returned on its on its on its foundations properly i mean it just it must they must be going out of their mind but yeah I, it's it seems unlikely getting back to your question it seems unlikely that they would shield the building against cosmic rays but it seems also unlikely that uh doom is would commit such a crime by removing a building from its moorings with all these people in it and somehow make sure that they and their belongings weren't, be sh weren't shifting around in space. So I got to tell you, Ed, if anyone could find Dr. Doom, the lawsuits will be incredible. The property damage, the injury, um, the, the everything. Well, that's it, just for the people it, in the building. Is, is that even possible? Like, given that he's not an American citizen, he's the leader of a foreign country. Is, can our legal system do anything against like the, the, the a foreign dictator? Well, I think you can't. <clears throat> Sorry, I, I guess that's quite complicated. I think against an ordinary citizen who's not a, re a citizen of the country, of course you can. You can sue them for the harm that they cause you. The question is more about I think the the enforceability of any kind of judgment against a um, a leader of a sovereign nation. Um, I haven't really delved into that in my, my, my practice back in the day about diplomatic immunity, but I don't think he was here on a diplomatic mission. I'm so sure <laughs> he's not a diplomatic, <laughs> a diplomatic mission to rip buildings out of their foundations. Um, and, and, and I think that there might also be a, a claim against the, the, the country. I mean, if he, if he was acting on, on official Latvian business and they commit these harms against American citizens, and surely there will be some kind of recourse for these people who like, honestly, we don't, we don't even, I haven't heard exactly what's happened to all these people, but, uh, just imagine you're an earth. What happens after an earthquake? But you know, many times that because well, it's being at, shaken out into space. At, at very least, like think about this: what's going to do to real estate prices? Like, who, get, get, it's it's clear now. The Fantastic Four have a target on their heads. Doctor Doom went right. after them, but who, who who is next? Who is going to want to live in the building underneath the Fantastic Four? And for that matter, who is going to want to live in the building next to the the the, the, the building that has the Fantastic Four in it? Like. I don't. I'm I, I'm making sure that my apartment is anywhere near the Baxter building. Uh, who wants to live in New York, Ed? Like, I mean, is, there's a reason why <laughs> there's a reason why we don't have military bases in cities in major populated areas, right? And they might guys, be in and, towns. Because, and these guys are effectively a military installation. That's right. That's right. I mean, like, like if they're not a if they're not functioning as as a as an as an adjunct to the military, then there are uh, they're they're acting in some kind of capacity on their own initiative. And here. Um, I mean, now, I guess we can't blame the Fantastic Four too much. We don't know why Doom attacked them, but he's definitely the Fantastic Four do present a, tar a target for, I guess, turns out for madmen that want to commit um, an inc a mass level of assault and battery on a number of American citizens. Yeah. Hey, and so, so let's kind of move on a little bit and talk about um, how they got out of this situation. Like Doom seemed to have planned this very, very well. 
Um, he had he attacked the, the, the he attacked the Fantastic Four not that long ago. He recovered that where the net was covered over the building. He's, he's kind right. of upped, upped his game. And 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 according to Richards, it seems that Doom would have would have won this time if not for uh, the the stepping up of of Namor the Submariner on our side this time. Quite a quite a turn for the for the heel that he was, right? Like I mean. He goes from being a guy that threatens our way of life well, to destroying Lower Manhattan. He, he was the one who, who led the destruction of Lower Manhattan, and now he saved the Fantastic Four and the 300 residents of the building. Right, and so I guess we're grateful for him. But how do we know that the the you know the destruction of New York wasn't somehow Lower Manhattan wasn't somehow related to what happened next with this attack by Doctor Doom? But uh, it's it's incredible. I, I just I just think I'm just still thinking. Imagine you <laughs> you had a lease in the in the Baxter Building. You know, you're paying good money to live in in a wonderful modern building in New York. You have some connection with uh, superheroes, and I guess there's some kind of um, attraction to that. But like, how how much would your insurance be every month? Right? I, I, I don't. I don't. Like, I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine. Like, I I can't imagine living there for any level of insurance at this point. No, I, I mean, and again, I I wonder who wants li- who wants to live in, in New York City, and what's it going to do to the economy of New York City, right? Where for the for the benefit of having Fantastic Four and uh, living in the city that you you have you you potentially might have your building stolen, being in a, in a building that's being shaken and drawn and gone through drawn through space and and how about this like was that building protected when it was dragged through space? I mean, it would be, at a minimum, it'd be freezing, right? Because you wouldn't have access to the electrical or to uh, well, unless, any, the, unless any the building has, has, has internal generators or something. Like, I'm, I'm sure, like, hey, these are the guys with the fantastic car. Their building probably has some fancy technology we're not aware of. So maybe that's a trade-off then. Maybe it's like the attraction is, hey, live in the backs of your building because it's a futuristic building that if it happens to be removed from the New York power source, <laughs> you'll you still be able to... If you pulled off into space, you'll still be yeah, all right. <laughs> you can still watch TV. And uh, <clears throat> as opposed to most buildings, that might have like a 30-minute or two-hour genera- generator that would allow them to continue... Um, having electricity, I, I don't know. The trade-off to me seems pretty basic. Uh, no, I don't want to live in a futuristic building that where I might be kidnapped as part of a weird vendetta, for, by with the um, the ruler of a uh, from a, a nation, an Eastern European nation. Okay, well let's 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 dive into that. The ruler of the Eastern European nation. So so a doom is uh, the the dictator or monarch or whatever you, or the, the leader uh, of the people of Latveria, and uh, again according to Richards. Uh, at the end of his kind of uh, um, his current attack on the building, uh, Namor sent him spiraling off into space uh, on some sort of meteor, going off into the far reaches of space. So he's going to be kind of. There's no coming back from that. He's gone forever. What is happening to Latveria? Who 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 picks up that power vacuum? Well, and and certainly nature abhors a vacuum. So <clears throat> you'd think that certainly there'd be somebody stepping up. Oh, or or maybe the way that Doom ran ran that country, there's nobody there to replace him. Yeah. So, so and, are, are they on th- Is there is 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 there going to be crisis in Eastern Europe as like that power vacuum gets filled in by invasion from other countries? Or or was there like, uh, is there a Khrushchev to a Stalin who's ready to step up and take control? Well, and, and I think that the, you think the American government want to, might want to step up or NATO would want to, to look into this because um, it's clear that Doom had access to incredible technology, right? And so he was obviously uh, an off-balance um, leader of a country that, that caused significant harm to America and American interests. So the question will be, you know, if he had access to technology, who's going to jump in and take, and take it? It may be even more deranged and more dangerous, 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I, it's, it's that friendly. sounds right. It feels like we should be like, there should be a, a planned invasion of that country al- almost immediately, or at least understanding what what's going to happen if we don't. And maybe that's a use for the Fantastic Four. Can we send the four of them in there to get control over that high technology? I don't know. I don't know if I'd use the phrase planned planned invasion. I mean, I don't. I don't think that that it would necessarily mean that they that that uh, there'll be a war and an invasion into that country, but. I don't know what what I don't know what the answer is, but I think as you mentioned before, the Fantastic Four have have been careful to avoid being involved in geopolitics, right? So is this now the time that they do get involved because they were personally attacked and they know the extent to which uh, Doom's technology could affect us, yeah. and they want to step I, I, in? It feels like we're going to learn more about this in the coming days. Uh, hey, one more thing I'd like to talk about today, which is. Uh, the uniforms that the Fantastic Four have been wearing. We, we have now some more facts on those uniforms. Uh, they, we, we, again, we, we theorized about this a, a, a few months ago about like what's going on, how do these things work? Apparently, they've been constructed with something called unstable molecules. Right. And so the, uh, Human Torch's costume and Reed Richards' costume are built with the same material. And this material is so impressive that it responds to the environment. It protects people who are living in space. So it protected them while they were in space. It can deal with high temperature flame. It can stretch as on, on demand. It's a very, very incredible material. And apparently it's going to go into commercial use so that everyday people, well, rich everyday people will be able to buy this stuff. Well, you got to wonder about like um, when we're going to get the, uh, the knockoffs and the generics, right? Because as soon as it's released into the public, people are going to, probably reverse engineer it so that they can use it and sell it at hopefully at a at a more reasonable price because this you know unstable molecules in clothing uh, that's that allows for people to withstand fire and extreme cold of space and extreme damage uh and be able to stretch depending upon you know how it's being pulled apart uh it's incredible you think that that this is something that, that would benefit humanity to such a huge extent it would save help firefighters it help people in the army it would help toddlers i mean ed th- th- this is this is the this may very well be one of the most important contributions to um, society that the fantastic four could make well and, and nasa too right so like we're, we're still planning like maybe we don't get superpowers when we go into space but it doesn't mean we're going to give up on the space race to the russians and rather than having these giant spacesuits, having a, a thin covering uh with a big giant blue four in the center sounds like a much safer way to go to the moon hey Ed, you know what i just thought about what if the baxter building is made of unstable molecules that could explain a lot <laughs> really you know like it could because it would mean that the building would be secure and it would would be secure from and uh wouldn't necessarily get get too cold and it, it wouldn't just disintegrate because it's being pulled out uh, you know through through the sky and the wind just fall apart because it's it's so durable and so flexible uh, and so safe. Yeah. yeah. What, what I want to know is when are you going to get a chance to be at these press conferences so we can ask the questions that really matter? <laughs> I'll be in the first row if I could. 